the word hope means to believe that something good can happen. I'm Heather, and this is my sister Beth. Separated by the pandemic and living on different continents, we wanted to do something together to encourage ourselves and our friends. The 10-Minute Hope Show was born. This is a place for stories of hope to encourage us along the way. We are so glad you're here. Hi, welcome to the 10-Minute Hope Show. I'm Beth. This is my sister, Heather. Hi. How are you doing today, Heather? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Heather, do you have a story for us today? I do have a story for us today, Beth. So today I'm going to be sharing a story about Corey Tenboom's dad, Casper Tenboom. So Beth, oh. you're yeah, you're familiar with the story of Corey Tenboom. Right? I am. Yeah. Yes. So um Corey Tenboom was a woman who lived in Holland um in um, before and during World War II. Her family owned a watchmaking clock repair shop and they lived above it. And her dad, Casper, was a really skilled watchmaker. And Corey was the first woman watchmaker in all of Holland. So in World War II, Holland surrendered to Germany and they became very quickly occupied by the Germans. And Holland has a very rich Christian heritage. There mm-hmm. were and are many strong believers in Holland and the Ten Boom family were no exception to this. They loved the Lord. They were not just sort of Sunday Christians. Their faith was intertwined into every moment of their lives. For example, so here's a story to sort of illustrate that. Um, uh, every year on New Year's Eve, as the clock in their home was striking midnight, boom, boom, that's the clock. Um, like yeah. Corey's father, Casper, 10 boom, would read out loud from Psalm 91, which says, so this is how they started every year in their family. <clears throat> Whoever dwells in the shadow shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And he would read Psalm 91. So these were people whose every moment was interwoven with their faith in God. And this came into clear focus when pressure became heavy on the Jews in Holland. So Casper Tenboom had always taught his family that the Jews were God's special people, and they even had had prayer meetings for the Jewish people in their home for years before World War II even started. These people had a deep-seated love for the Jewish people that flowed out of their love for God. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the Gestapo started to arrest Jews, the Lord called on Corey and her family to hide them, to keep them safe, and to get them the papers that they needed. Um, and at one point at the beginning of all of this, um, Corey was just, she was in her forties. She was a, a watchmaker. She was just a, you know, a normal woman who had never done any government rebellion. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she felt like God was asking her to help a Jewish neighbors. I think it was to get papers that they needed to get, to get out of the country. And she was praying, what could she, or I think it was to get a ration card even. Sorry, <clears throat> losing my voice. So she was praying and she said, God, what can I do? And the Lord opened her eyes and and showed her that they, the Ten Boom family, knew nearly everybody in town. They knew people in every industry. They knew nurses. They knew doctors. They knew people in the papers offices, you know? And so if an underground was going to happen, this family could do it, right? Um, And so God used the connections that they already had from being deeply rooted in that community. 
So that's what they did. They formed an underground network of people in Harlem, Holland, who rescued people who were Jewish, smuggled them into the countryside, hid them, gave them papers, helped them escape, and even crafted a hiding place in their own home so that Mm. if people who were Jewish were staying there, they could hide when um, the police came. Yeah. Now, there are so many unbelievable and glorious stories in this story. So if yeah. you, if you want to know more, if people want to know more, the book is called The Hiding Pla- The Hiding Place by Corey mm-hmm. Tendum and mm-hmm. um it's definitely definitely worth reading. I can't share all the stories today, although I wish that I could, but there was mm-hmm. one story that I must tell. So here it is. <laughs> the Ten Booms, oh, and Ten, it's kind of like Vaughn, like the Von Trapp family. So the Ten Boom family, the Ten is like Vaughn. So the Ten Boone family had been hiding people who were Jewish in their home and they were found out. Somebody turned them in, they think. Um, And so Corey and her father and her sister, Betsy, um, and the other people that were at home were arrested. The people who had been hiding in their home were safe. They were not found, but the um, people who were helping. So Corey and her father and Betsy and others got arrested and taken. Um, So now when they got arrested... Casper Tenboom, Corey's dad, was in his 80s at the time. And mm-hmm. the ca- the town of Hall- Harlem, the town they lived in, called mm-hmm. him Harlem's grand old man. He had a long white beard and white hair. And I picture him with a feeling of peace and dignity around him. Mm-hmm. He was he was well respected in his community and had lived a good, noble, dignified life in this in mm-hmm. the city, right? And when the Gestapo came to arrest him, they were loading everybody up into a truck and they stopped when they saw Casper, this, this grand old man. And they said, one of the soldiers said to him, old man, we don't want to take you to prison. If you promise to stop helping the Jews, then you can stay here and and grow old in your own home. Right. Mm -hmm. And Casper Ten Boom stood up and he looked into the young man's face and he said, if you let me go today, I will open my door to any that knocks tomorrow. And he climbed into the truck and all of Harlem in the book, Corey says people from, from Harlem came out and lined the streets and they watched as the grand old man was driven off to prison. And, um, so he refused to stay because he couldn't promise that he wouldn't help more Jews tomorrow. And so once they were in prison, Corey was put in her own cell by herself and everyone was put in their own cells. And the prisoners found out, and this was a, a prison that was still in Holland. She hadn't gone to the um, Germany yet. And the prisoners worked out that when the guards were away, they could call messages from cell to cell and mm-hmm. get information about each other. So they were, because these are all people mostly from the same town. They knew each other and they were like, oh, where's mm-hmm. Mary? And they could call down and say, oh yeah, here she is and, and get news. So they had their own mm-hmm. little news system. And so through yeah. this system, Corey found out that her sister Betsy was okay. She could kind of figure out where she was, but she mm-hmm. called and called and never could get any um, information about her father. So no one knew what had happened to Casper. Nobody could find this old man. Nobody knew what happened. Mm-hmm. And so finally, later on, Corey found out that her father, um, 10 days after they had been arrested, her father had, had died in the, in the, his prison cell and, um, on her cell wall, on the wall of her prison cell, Corey scratched in the words, Casper Ten Boom released March 9th, 1944, because he had been released into heaven. And I, I hardly can tell this story without crying because I just love this image of this man who had a chance to use his position in the community and his age to get out of an unjust punishment. It was wrong for him to be put in prison for trying to save the lives. It was wrong. 
He was trying to save the lives of other people, but he wouldn't recant. He wouldn't change who he was and he, it cost him his life. And he stood strong in his faith to God to the very end. And I think um, sometimes we can sort of wobble in our faith when things get hard, but I love to be able to look at the roots, the roots that the 10 boom family had and see what made them strong. And they mm-hmm. were a family of prayer and who they were deeply rooted in scripture in, into their lives and into the, the substance of their family. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, <clears throat> they also were normal people who had fun and they used to put on shows for their guests and play the piano in the evening. And, um, there's a lot of life and joy, um, mm-hmm. So they had this beautiful life. And when the storm blew, their roots stood strong. Yeah. And um, I love hearing about someone's life from them. And so um, I found this quote from Corey. Um, So when she was older, this is something that she said. She said, if there's one thing I've learned at 80 years of age, it's that I can't store up good feelings and behavior, but only draw them fresh from God each day. And that's Corey Tendum. And she um <clears throat> showing us her source, right? She's saying, I didn't, I can't just be good and be, you know, um strong every day. She has to draw that straight from God every day. So mm-hmm. that is the story of Casper Tendum. What do you think, Beth? Oh, thank you for sharing that story. That was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I definitely teared up um just listening to you know, him, what he said to the soldier. And then also just what Corey did when she Mm -hmm. found out he had had died. Um, And I mean, I think thinking about, you know, application for our lives, there's so much from that. Um, But I think, you know, we spend a lot of time worrying about our own heritage and our own, you know, legacy. And the reality is, is that um, that's not in our hands. Hmm. So for example, it's very likely that Casper Bloom, Casper Bloom, (laughs) (laughs) Casper Bloom, who's that? Um, Ten Boom. Ten Boom. Okay, it's going to bug me now. Casper Ten Boom had people in his life saying, you're putting your daughters at risk of death because you're doing this and you could right. stop this and they'd be fine, but you are risking your daughter's lives right mm-hmm. now by your actions and helping these, these Jews. And, um, but he, he wasn't worried about what they thought. He was worried about what God thought. And God was saying, it's okay. Yeah. It, even if, even if your daughters die, I wow. have them crazy, you know, wow. like, yeah. and it just is a reminder, you know, what does God ask us to do? He asks us, he asks us to, to die to ourselves and whatever that means, you know, like mm-hmm. he asks Jesus to die. So he's not, why do we think that he's just going to, like, he's going to let us with a, let us off easy. You know, if yeah. we want either Jesus is God and we follow him to the death or he's not. Yeah. So I don't know. That just is really inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have a verse for us? Yeah, no, that's good. Yes, I do. So um, Corey often talked about forgiveness. That was her life message. And she would talk about um, this verse from Micah 17. That is, you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. 
So all the wrongs done to her, she um, was able to forgive because she knew that that Jesus had forgiven her and their whole family was rooted in, um, yeah, in, there's my timer, uh, rooted in the belief that they were really loved by God and forgiven, first of all. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's pray and pray for us and then we'll be done. Okay. Um, Lord, thank you for this time together. Um, we just commit everything that we heard to you today, and we just ask for um, just any seeds that you want to grow from mm -hmm. this in our hearts for that to happen, and that um, we would just walk closer with you, and um, we would just um, entrust our legacy, entrust our heritage, our family mm -hmm. um, to you, God, um, and uh, to just, yeah, just to trust you. Mm -hmm. No matter what, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Beth. I'm just going to. All right. Um, well, thank you for watching. No, listening. Thank you for joining us on the 10 Minute Hope Show. Um, and we hope you'll join us again next time. Bye, guys. I know who Jasper Bloom is. He's from the holiday. He's from the holiday. Yep, yeah. it is. It totally is. <laughs>